Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Chakras and Customers podcast. And today I have my special friend and I would say spiritual, um, I, I would say you're almost like, like a coach and you just really help people find their enlightenment through um, just mental, uh, mental well-being and your mental clarity and finding new um, modalities to kind of get through every day. Um, she is also the founder of Mood Connect, which is based on a holistic insight of how the mind works in creating mindset through, um, especially with mental awareness and uh, mental health. So I'm very happy to have Miss Amy here. Amy, please introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about you. Thanks so much for having me, Catherine, on your show. This is like such an honor. Um, Your podcast is, you know, just like so widely known about and loved. And I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to be a guest on this amazing podcast. Um, uh, so yeah, I, um, a little bit about myself. Um, my name is Amy Uzunian and, um, and uh, I'm the CEO and founder for Mood Connect. Um, our mission is to create healthier workspaces. Um, and yeah, we definitely, we, we work on um, uh, focusing on mindset and uh, mental health and wellness um, in workspaces, but in life in general. Um, and, uh, and how that applies to my life uh, um, in, you know, in, in helping people in a spiritual way, uh, in coaching, um, is I have, I've, I've helped people, um, in various ways through my background in yoga and meditation, and also my, uh, spiritual background in tarot reading. Um, I, I, uh, also have another club on um, clubhouse called potion global, um, where I would have rooms, uh, you know, for tarot reading or, um, uh, ast- astrology readings, uh, um, and helping people with, uh, you know, I guess like, cons- you know, doing consulting work with people on how to achieve, their greatest potential uh, through the knowledge that I have, you know, in those kinds of areas of tarot reading and um, and just, I guess, psychic background that I have. I I, I, I love yeah. you brought that up. You're like just fucking psychic, okay? I mean, what else yeah, do you want me to say? Background. Like, you know, I I get feelings and intuition that most people don't really tap into. And I love that you just went full forward and you just said it. 
So yeah, I really think that, um, and today's podcast is focused on basically like uh, the mindset that comes in with everyday rituals and quote unquote spells and practices and kind of like centered base areas where people can tap into that area. And I do like that you brought up that, you know, you have quote, like psychic abilities, strong intuition, and you, pro- you probably consider yourself like an empathetic, uh, empathetic person and an empathetic, I can't pronounce that word, <laughs> but that you are able to bring in a lot of feelings and emotions from the outside within you. And then you are then able to distribute it back to the universe. So that is great. Um, how did you kind of like a little background about you? Like, how did you, did you always know that you were like this? Did you always know that you were in this area of special intuition and special clarity? Did you always know it was there? You know, I always kind of felt like there was this other sensibility that I had, uh, you know, in connecting with, uh, with nature and connecting with people who were kind of outs, you know, the outsiders yeah. uh, of the world. Um, I, and, you know, it's interesting because I grew up in a very Christian home. My parents were uh, Pentecostal Christians and, um, and, uh, and the, you know, it, it was, it, it was very strictly like, like, you know, it's very interesting because I mean, I am completely like on the other side of all of that now, but I, uh, there, and my parents were very much against um, Halloween, you know, like, like anything that had to do remotely with, you know, with uh, witchcraft or, you know, anything like that. Um, I, and my, my sister and I, we were very much like raised in this very, um, um, you know, Christian uh, you know, religious kind of home and everything outside of that was secular, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, when I, I got my first job when I was 13, uh, um, I was just helping out with washing dishes, at a little cafe and, um, and this woman who would come in frequently, uh, to get coffee and stuff, she read tarot cards and she saw that I was, you know, um, uh, she had a deck of tarot cards with her and uh, I think she was doing a reading for someone in this cafe and I was watching her doing it and afterwards she talked with me and uh, and she was like oh you know like would you like a tarot reading and I was like uh you know I felt very drawn to it mm-hmm. um, and it felt like something I was very interested in but I also knew that it was something I wasn't supposed to be doing, you know, but I was, I was always so drawn to those things that I knew I was supposed to be doing this, right. but I'm drawn to it. It feels very comfortable and very good for me. Um, and so I got, I got my first deck of tarot cards when I was 13 and, um, and a very, an interesting little 
uh, quick story to this is that my mother, uh, she found, I hid the de deck of tarot cards. This oh, woman, wow. woman, she gave me my first deck of cards. I, I hid them in my room and my mother found them and she took my sister with her. I, um, my sister at the time, she was 10. She took my sister with her to a lake and very ceremoniously threw the deck of cards onto this lake. And then oh. told my sister to tell me what happened. Oh. And I, and um, because she, my mother didn't even want to talk with me about it. And I never talked with her about this, you know, uh, because my sister came back to me and she's, and, you know, and because I saw that the empty, the, the empty uh, uh, carton, right, with no cards. And I was yeah. like, what happened? And my sister said, oh, yeah, mom, mom took me to this lake and threw the deck of cards into the lake. And mm -hmm then you know and then told me to come and tell you what happened to the cards and she mm. just never wanted to talk to me about it never spoke about it and um and then I I years and there is some resolution to this so I'll tell you really quick uh years and years later um about I guess maybe about a year and a half ago my mother asked me and this is you know after she knows that I I'm a practicing pagan we've already been through all this stuff and uh she's not so into it you know that i'm that i'm, I'm a practicing pagan but whatever right you know. whatever you have to do what's and right asks, for you she asks me what do you want for christmas i say like can I, you'll you know she knows i don't practice christmas you know i, I practice yule yeah. so as i'm like like well um i don't know you, you know whatever you want. And she said, no, 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 you know, what do you want? What do you want for Christmas? I said, you know what? There's this deck of cards that I would really like for Christmas. And I sent her the Amazon link for it. It was actually this uh, deck, the Santa Muerte tarot deck. And like, and on the cover of this deck, I'll show you, you, you know, your listeners can't say this, but it's like this big skull. <laughs> the other side, it's like, Santa Muerte, like this pregnant Mother Mary, Santa Muerte, right? right? I love you know, that. Um, Day of the Dead thing. And she was like, I'm not getting that for you. <laughs> yeah. And like, like that's the devil. Amy, you know I don't support this stuff. That's the devil. And I was like, well, you asked me what I wanted and that's what I want. And she... And she knew exactly what was up. It was, I was, what I was doing is I was trying to heal this wound. Yeah. What she, she took something that was mine, that was given to me. It was very important to my spiritual path. Mm -hmm. And, and I brought it back in and said, okay, now you're going to give that to me now back. Yeah. You're going to give it back to me. And so that that's kind of, I mean, you know, that's a long story way of yeah. you know, telling you about how my you know. spiritual journey, you know, like, like how it all kind of started and came full circle at 42. I was 42 at that time when she gifted me that deck, you wow. know, hesitantly, she did not want to do that, but she did it. <laughs> she, yeah, 
That's, that's a great story. I'm sure when your family, you know, and you said, well, I practice, you know, paganism now and I'm a pagan. I'm sure for them, it was probably like very like, ah, you know, hard, hard for them. Hold on one second. Let this dog out. (laughs) Well, that is an absolutely amazing story. And I love that you had almost like a full circle from it and a transition where it had a area where it resolved. So I'm sure when your parents kind of heard, they were like, oh my God, like, you know, I'm a pagan. I don't practice Christianity. I don't practice the Catholic religion. And they probably were like a little freaked out. (laughs) But I love that you've definitely addressed like, this is what's right for me and I'm going to stick with it. Uh, when you had that full, full circle, has that kind of brought that healing and that closure kind of to an area where you're like, okay, it's moving forward in the healing process? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like um, for myself, in my own spiritual journey, the ability to heal a lot of these uh, deeply seated wounds that we have uh, it's so important to, you know, to identify where it starts and then start to go through, uh, go through that thread and find the places where mending is needed, you know, mm-hmm. where healing and care and love is, is needed, where we can breathe into those spaces. I think I've heard you speak about this before, about um, going through the different you know, uh, chakras and, uh, and finding the spaces where, um, where we're not feeling wellness, we're not feeling good and breathing in, you know, that kind of healing and care into those places and identifying like where, what areas are connected to those places in our own personal lives. Right. Um, and, uh, and, so where I found my uh, spiritual wound really kind of started was in my own ancestry. Um, because you see, like I, uh, my father's side of the family, um, my namesake, uh, my last name is Uzunian and that's Armenian. It's now, yeah. I remember you said you were Armenian. No. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Many years ago, uh, I, you know, I mean, when I was a child growing up, I thought, I, I was told, and this is very true, that Armenians were the first Christians. Christ, mm. when he went on his missionary journey, um, he was uh, uh, spreading the word of Christ, you know, converting people to Christianity. Uh, mm. And he first went to Armenia and spoke with the king. Uh, and at the time, all all the all the Armenians there were practicing pagans. Um, it's just very specific kind of uh, paganism um, that uh, that's very much tied in with um, with with uh, uh, Greek and Roman um, uh, 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 traditions and rituals. We're talking about rituals, right? right? Um, and uh, and and it's it's very much. Uh, connected with paganism, um, and and uh, and so when Christ uh, came to Armenia and spoke with the king of Armenia, 
um, I, that, that day, the king of Armenia said, you know what, this is great. I want, I'm a Christian now. Now all of Armenia is Christian. Mm. Well, so when, when I first knew about that, I was like, wow, isn't that amazing? Armenians were the first Christians and it was right. almost like this badge of honor kind of thing, but it, it, it didn't seem like it, it felt like there was something wrong with this. I couldn't really quite fully understand it. It wasn't until maybe a couple of years ago, about three or four years ago, mm-hmm. I, I, I thought to myself, well, what, what really, what was it really like? Right. Um, I, were people really just like, oh, wow, great. Now we're Christian. Now we're all practicing Christians. Or was it more like people practicing their religion in secret and possibly being, you know, uh, imprisoned or killed for practicing paganism, you know, and being forced into practicing Christianity? Because that's what it really was. It was the Christianization of the world, you know, I... Um, and being forced into those new practices. And so I felt like, wow, you know what, this, maybe this is my calling to bring my culture back to its true, you know, spiritual roots. Yeah. From from almost like tapping deep into your ancestral roots and going past the, the taught religion and going into the religion that in, like if it's your native or indigenous, but the, the true, the true spiritual practices before Christianity came because Christianity was actually something that was taught to many people. It wasn't something that they naturally adapted to or naturally created within their communities and within their culture. So I really love that you know, you're bringing this up when you decided, like, I am going to be fully out of this, this area of Christianity. And I'm now going to do, do, do a full dive into my pagan roots. How, how did you get on this, um, this voyage or how did you get on this mission where it started to become a practice for you, where it turned into an everyday thing? Um, well, I, I, uh, I, I got more deeply rooted in my spiritual practice once I started to work with some spiritual teachers. Really, I mean, you know, like like before then, I had some spiritual practices. Maybe I went to some uh, gatherings with other, uh, you know, other witches and pagans, you know, went to some, maybe some, uh, full moon or new moon gatherings. I'm sure all of us have gone to these, like, you know, new moon or full moon circles, you know, and, um, I get in touch with our femininity and, and stuff like that. But I, um, I started to work with some spiritual teachers, uh, two of which kind of came to me, um, about, three, three, three years ago. Um, one of them, uh, that has, I've been working with really closely, um, for the past four years. And, uh, and it, you know, I feel like having a teacher, it really, it keeps us accountable and continuing to work on ourselves. Um, and, uh, and kind of, yeah, it's, 
I mean, I, I feel I feel like it's important for me so that I stay grounded and accountable in what I do. Um, and also, you know, teachers are also, you know, can become students. Like the, the student-teacher relationship for me, it's a very important one where there's that, that kind of um, relationship, there's that trust and, um, and like you're kind of pushing each other to do better, to be, to, to be uh, more firmly rooted in what, we're, what you're doing, you know, on a consistent kind of basis. Um, uh, and so, so, that, so that's, that's uh, uh, kind of how I've, I've stayed rooted in, in, in my own spiritual practice in a lot of ways, um, yeah, yeah, through having, having a teacher have and and since you've created a mental health um app and awareness group and a business how has it been that people are taking in that you know you are very spiritually based in your own individual process of um of you know being a witch and paganism and is it something that's easy to talk about have you noticed or has society kind of made it a little bit more difficult with this journey? You know, it's interesting. Um, I feel like our society is uh, starting to open up and realize, and and this is the reason why I started Potion Global. Potion Global, uh, it, the whole idea behind it, and I really, I mean, if I, it, after Mood Connect kind of takes off, I really kind of want to I uh, work on this idea of potion globally even more is the idea that witches and, and pagans, people who have alternative spiritual beliefs, they exist everywhere in every type of uh, uh, industry. It, you know, um, Christianity and Catholic religion, Judaism isn't like, you know, the, the standard uh, practice belief anymore that like lots of people um you know are into tarot or crystals or you know all these other kind of spiritual practices and maybe don't even call themselves witches uh you know in public or in our witches in the closet you know um i love the closet of, witch yeah the closeted <laughs> you know, witch right the closet yeah. witch it's like I, I can't, you know, say that I'm a witch, but I, I believe this and I do this and I, you know, but, but I'm not a witch. And it's like, okay, that sounded really witchy right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because, because it's, because it's still kind of something that people are like, like, oh, you're a pagan, you're a witch, you know, like all this stuff. But I will tell you what, very interesting thing that happened uh, about a month or so ago. I was in Clubhouse. Catherine and I, we met on Clubhouse, right? Okay, so everybody knows, knows about this. Yes, Clubhouse has become, I feel like if any of my listeners aren't on Clubhouse, you probably should be asking yourself why. Why am I not on Clubhouse yet? Because most likely this is where you will find all, all of my guests and some great conversations in in that uh on that app so okay yes so tell me tell me Amy what happened okay so I was doing it doing tarot readings on uh in my potion global club on clubhouse and 
uh, this guy comes in who's an investor. You know, I tap into his bio and I'm like, oh, this guy's an investor, you know, like, wow, an investor wants me to give him a tarot reading. Like, you know, he's like an investor businessman, you know, like I just like doing all this business in, in the US and Europe and Africa, like all these places, right? And, and, uh, and, 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 and uh, most of the time, people who come in and ask me for a tarot reading are very spiritual people, you know, like, like their bio is filled with like, you know, human design and like, you know, all these other spiritual kind of things. And I'm like, oh, these are my people, right? But this guy comes in and he's, he's an investor. I'm like, wow, this is amazing, you know, like, okay. So he, yeah, I say, do you have any a question in mind? Because this is why I always ask, like, do you have a question in mind? Do you just want a general reading? He says, yes, I have a question. Uh, I'm not sure about whether or not I should get uh, government. I should accept government funding for this project that I'm doing, or if I should do private funding for this big project that you know that uh, that I'm I'm overseeing, and. I'm like, okay, like this is an interesting kind of question, you know, um, and, you know, and so that's a short answer to you, okay, that like, that, yeah, you know, traditionally people uh, are not really supposed to be really into these kinds of spiritual practices. But here's this investor who comes to me and asks me what my thoughts are on what he, uh, action he should take. So what the card showed me was that he should wait seven days before accepting the government funding and like to weigh the pros and the cons of what, how this will affect the overall project and mm -hmm. so it takes seven days to and I said meditate every day for seven days and you will find your answer by the seventh day and he did that and then a month later he came back to me and he said thank you that was exactly what I needed to do and uh and everything worked out beautifully oh that's and now awesome. that guy he, he, um, he, we're working with each other and, uh, he's a potential investor for a mood connect. Um, nice. he's committed, he's committed some money to, uh, to investing in, into mood connect and he got us, I'm going to be doing, um, I mean, uh, pitching to an accelerator, uh, um, you know, abroad, I'm not going to say where exactly, um, but I'm pitching to an, an, uh, accelerator program that's going to, uh, if, um, if Mood Connect is accepted, it will be, you know, that will mean $150,000, uh, um, in seed money from Mood Connect. So, nice. you know, that's amazing. so, so the thing is, so I feel like, you know, it's like, the pandemic did a lot of things for us. It, yeah, it did. You know, it made people realize that we have to be our true selves. We have to commit to being our true selves in so many ways and like, and let that be known, you know, yeah. and step out of the closet because this is our life. This is the only life that we have been guaranteed, guaranteed in life and that, nothing else after 
this life is even guaranteed and that right. um that we 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 have to live this life as we were meant to live it um you know in a in a public way mm-hmm. um and if we don't do that then we are depriving ourselves of an amazing beautiful life oh yeah that we 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 really that we we can have we can harness you know and that being pagan being a witch it's really no different than being a christian or a jew or a muslim you know it's a spiritual practice and what we do in our own spiritual practice it's you know it's not going to change our ability or accountability in being a nurse a doctor a lawyer a business owner you know or like a makeup artist, you know, right. It right. doesn't change it. Yeah. No, I love that you brought it up. Cause I really think that people are starting to get more like acceptance towards the whole, you know, just even like the term, witch, just so, you know, just so like, has that kind of like shadowy Halloweeny effect that, you know, this, this is something that is supposed to be spooky and, you know, we're all supposed to be like scared of and all that. And it's like, no, you know, and, and I think people are starting to see that, um, you know, witchcraft or spells or rituals or intentions have been placed before Christianity. And when you even think about the religion of Catholic, like that is probably one of the most witchiest religions out there. <laughs> you know, yeah. it really is. So it's, it's funny that, you know, we have this such a spooky back background when we say, yes, I consider myself uh, a witch, or I consider myself a non-Christian um, spiritual guide or pra- practitioner. What what spiritual practices or intentions or spells or rituals would you say have really helped you through your spiritual journey that you use pretty, pretty consistently? So one thing I wanted to say to start off is that I consider uh, rituals or practices something that everyone does. A ritual is just something that you do. I mean, people have daily rituals, right? You know, if you, I mean, you can ask somebody, what's your morning ritual, right? And it doesn't have to be a spiritual, connected with a spiritual practice at all, as far as like what people think, like they're like, what's my morning ritual? I wake up, I go, you know, go use the bathroom. I go get a cup of coffee and then like sit down on my desk, turn on my computer check my email. That's my morning ritual, right? Now, as far as when we get into a more spiritual practice, then my ritual, um, I have it very closely connected with uh, the cycles of the moon um, and, uh, and the cycles of seasons, and that's, that's really, truly, truly, if anybody, I mean, and, and one of, I mean, uh, one of my advisors for Mood Connect, um, I had to really explain to him, you know, like, as we were talking about religion um, one day, and I had to explain to him what, you know, that 
paganism, it's really not this like, oh, witchy, like uh, we do animal sa sacrifices and, you know, blood ritual and all this kind of crap. It's really, it's connected with the cycles of the season and that the uh, holidays um, and, and uh, rituals that are connected with paganism are very, very much connected with agriculture and when when are you supposed to be planting when are you supposed to be harvesting when are you supposed to be you know um like uh, uh planting new seeds you know and that whole cyclic that goes on and on and that these are like there are rituals that we do to honor the sun and the moon and you know and the earth and uh and developing you know, uh, uh, connections with people, you know, when to develop connections with people, when to be, you know, uh, uh, in isolation and, you know, quiet. So, um, so, uh, uh, so my rituals, they very much revolve around like the cycles between the dark and the full moon, right? In the dark moon, we're more to ourselves, more in silence, you know, uh, manifesting, um, possibly uh, meditating, uh, silent meditation or fasting even in some instances, clearing away. Uh, so what I do is I, 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 I clear my altar every new moon and, um, and uh, and you know clear off everything from that you know the past uh, spells or rituals that I did before, and I uh, you know wipe everything anew, put on a new table covering for my altar, set up my altar for the new cycle, and then in the full at the full moon, that's when I I do I get in and do all of the you know, because I'm, I'm a candle witch. So I do all my candle witch work, you know, like moving up towards the full moon on the full moon. And then, uh, and then that's when I also do some of my, um, my, my own other kind of, uh, full moon rituals that are tied in with my garden and all that. Uh, and then, and then, you know, doing more of the uh, harvesting of, you know, bringing in like saying, okay, this is what I'm welcoming into my life, you know, and celebration. Full moon is about celebration being like, you know, hey, let's connect with more people, do more networking and everything, you know, building community, you know. Um, and, uh, and, and that's kind of how I do that kind of cycle. Now, Sometimes there have been instances this past couple, past month or so being one of those kinds of instances where I, the, you know, my, my rituals, you know, they're not as on point, you know, because holidays and everything, COVID definitely like, you know, kind of put a door jam, yeah. put a jam in some stuff. And so, you know, there were a couple of new moons where I was like, oh, you know, I have my kid with me. I'm not able to like really do all of the rituals that I normally would do on schedule when I would normally do them. And so, you know, I feel like 
for any other witches out there who you're like, oh, you know, you're like, oh my God, man, I wasn't able to do this thing that I normally do during this moon cycle, you know, and like, uh, you know, and like, yeah. it feel, makes you feel like, like, oh, you know, like I didn't, I didn't do this, you know, this candle ritual, like, you know, the way I wanted to, because I was dealing with my sick kid or like, you know, all these other things going on in my life. You know what? That's okay. Give yourself right. grace. You know? Yeah. The work we're doing, it's not easy work. No, Spiritual work is hard, you know? Yeah, definitely. Spiritual work takes time. It's not like it's something that just you wake up and you're like, I'm spiritual. It like, it takes time. It takes a lot of practice and it takes a lot of finding what works for you because what works for you might not necessarily work for somebody else. And everybody's spiritual journey is different, you know? And that's what I really, I I like about spirituality is that it has that adaptive process where you can really find what works for you versus, you know, what works for somebody else, because like, I really like astrology, tarot, oracle, and the chakra system, like those are, those are like my three favorite that I'm like, I, I love these, you know, and then I like learning about other modalities. Like if it's like the, um, if it's like, now I'm going mind blank. If it's the Akashic records, or if it's like human design or, um, you know, Buddha, Buddhism or whatever, you know, it is, I like learning about them, but those three are really the ones that I tend to stick to the most for myself, you know, cause that's what I'm used to. That's what works for me. So right. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I feel like, um, when you do what you love then you're going to love what you do even more mm-hmm. and you get more and more invested in, in that. And yeah, I mean, Oh, I know nothing about the Akashic records. I know nothing about human design. I find that a lot of that kind of stuff, it's, it's very interesting. It's not something that I, I've committed myself to, to, to learning about, right. You know, in a very big way. Um, and I think that that, so okay I like I have a huge amount of respect for for people who do have you know a breadth of knowledge in these kinds of areas and I I love listening to people speak about these kinds of things um important to uh to um have have a very uh good focus of what you you know what what you you want to learn more about what you're into and you know and and just like focusing in on you know honing in on that on those uh uh you know areas of interest um to 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 learn more so you can share it even more with other people um because really i mean like catherine we're we're healers right and yeah yeah um and uh and and you know the reason why we were drawn to this path is so that we're able to, you know, to take in these, uh, these, this, you know, go on this spiritual journey, heal ourselves so that we can heal others. We can help others. Right. We can help, help others to their, be their best self, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. 
Well, thank you so much for coming on the show and please let the listeners know how they can find you and where will you be, um, how to get in touch with you and how can they get connected to um, Global Potion, Mood Connect and all that fun stuff. So, uh, um, yeah, uh, best way to get connected with me um, is uh, either through Instagram or uh, or you can even email me or find me on Clubhouse. Uh, I am at Mood Connect for all, you know, um, Instagram uh, and on Clubhouse at Mood Connect. Um, my email is amy, A-M-Y, at moodconnect.com. Uh, Potion Global is a club that's on Clubhouse, uh, and I usually do rooms on there on the weekends, uh, Saturday and Sunday, uh, sometimes for new moon or full moon. And um, yeah, uh, thank you so much, Catherine, for having me on your show. Uh, this has been a really wonderful experience in uh, chatting with you and sharing some of these stories. And um, I'm just really grateful to have had this opportunity. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I, I love the work that you do and you. I'm really grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you. And I just want to thank everybody for listening. And as always, all Amy's links will be in the show notes. So you could click the links and get right in contact with her. And thank you so much for listening. Please give um, Shockers and Cusswords a review, a like, and a subscribe. And of course, a share. Get your friends involved too. So everybody have an amazing day. Bye. Bye.